0: uh we are live now man i should have just pushed live as soon as we got in man because we as soon as we come in we start talking knicks and stuff but as you can see at the top of the screen guys look diehard state of mind um every sunday if the knicks aren't playing or if there's not something going on like mother's day mother's day is coming in two weeks and you know you know, State's mom. I don't know what he's gonna do <laughs> after you've been talking all that shit. You know, during the, every show, man, you're gonna have to give like, like every every flower in in the freaking um in the um florist is gonna you're gonna have to buy all of them shit for your mom. Oh man, I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure she
1: don't um, see the lives of me saying it's it's R J Barrett over my family. <laughs>
0: But yo, you you know you know I'm good with the with the editing and stuff, man. So, Mother's Day I might put together a compilation
1: <laughs> to get nah, you in
0: trouble. <laughs> that's gonna be funny. Nah, I, I, I won't do that, man. I won't do that.
1: <laughs> that's gonna be funny, yo. If you that, if you was to do that, I'm gonna be crying laughing.
0: I cannot lie. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. My man Andy said, "Um, finally, scout." Guy... said, finally, Oh, yeah, man, finally,
1: Dr. Andy, man. Andy always showing love,
0: man. Appreciate yeah. you, Andy. My man ain't cooking no more dinner for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, man, we here. So this is um, Die Hard Estate. You know, like I said, Sunday, whenever something crazy ain't happening, you're going to see us, man. So look for us like around 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 9.30, depending on what the hell is going on, man. Because as you can see, we got other things that we got going on in our lives, too, man. But we still putting out some content for you guys. So um so state. Yep. What's on your mind today, man?
1: Uh, you know the usual, man. R.J. Barrett, man. But um, nah. I, I I hit you up earlier because I wanted to start this narrative narrative early. That I feel like if the Knicks is a top four seed, deserving rightfully so. I feel like R.J. Barrett and Nerland should be on the All NBA Second Team Defense def- Defensive Team. Um. The numbers back it up. RJ got one of the highest defensive plus minuses in the league. And, of course, it's attributed to um, our great team defense. I know we're number one in field goal percentage defense. I know we're number one in three-point percentage defense. But um, you got to play. And Narlins Noel and RJ Barrett is both playing exceptional defense. Julius Randle is, by the way, as well. I think Julius Randle is number one in that defensive metric as well. Um, for power forwards, but for me personally, I feel like you should reward the a the, uh, top five defense with an all defensive player. So RJ Barrett and Nerlens just fit the bill for me. And another thing too, I know I sent you the picture before you go. Nerlens is Nerlens and Taj Gibson for the past month is both top five in blocks right now, and I think Nerlens is averaging two point seven blocks, and Taj Gibson. God bless that, man. He's about 34, 35 years old. He's also top five in blocks. So it's just beautiful to watch. So I just wanted those guys to get the recognition that they deserve.
0: Absolutely, man. I'm just looking at everybody. You mentioned New Orleans, You mentioned, um, you know, RJ. You mentioned Taj. Um, you can you can throw Reggie Bullock in that mix too, man. Reggie Bullock is playing some crazy-ass defense right now. Yes. The whole freaking team, man. You know, even, even Mitchell Robinson, before he got hurt, I mean the, the whole different. The whole team deserved to be on at least if they're gonna do one, two, or three defensive um, teams, whatever. They like the whole roster needs to be, you know, all over that shit, not just second team. Yeah, you know, yeah, but
1: but I'm, you know, the media is always biased toward it. I don't, I don't know what it is like. I don't know if uh, the media has like beef with James Dolan, um, but we gotta start getting some recognition. Like shout outs to Jalen Rose and, and Kendrick Perkins because those two guys right there is the only guys in the media that I've seen ride for us. Like even when we was we was having a down year last year. Like those two guys right there was always supportive. So hopefully the media starts supporting RJ Barrett more and not just, you know, people who got flashy dunks and, and great passing. Shout outs to our um John Morant and Zion. Both great players by the way. But RJ Barrett needs his just do.
0: Absolutely. You know, You know, I think I'm the only person that didn't listen to that Wolves podcast with Randall. You know, the reason why I don't want to listen to it is because when the Knicks were down, Wolves uh, Wolger he was a part of the whole, yeah, oh, the Knicks are not really going to do shit, you know, with the, during the draft, whatever. You know, just kind of condescending play, but now we're up. And I, I bet you they, you know, they might have did that podcast maybe like a few weeks ago, had it in the stash, waiting for the right opportunity to drop it, you know, so he can get his um, shit up, whatever. So I, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of of. Of boosting another guy's um ratings up when when um when when we were doing not necessarily doing bad but we were kind of building up to where we are right now and you know you were kind of like condescending and being like dismissive and kind of like mocking always mocking us always like subtweeting us and shit you know so I just I just don't want to be a part of it but so like you, you mentioned um you know Jalen Rose and what's up what's the other brother's name Kendrick Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, goofy ass Kendrick Perkins, man. You know, you know, thing. You know, shout out to them, man, because they definitely have been riding for us. And just speaking, not just not just um, you know, um, capping for us, man. But just speaking the, the honest truth, because you know, you got LeBron coming out out of his um, you know, out of his mouth saying good stuff about us. You know, nobody <laughs> asked me to do that, but I mean, somebody got to say something. You know, the the Knicks are actually playing really good, and you know, it's, it's about time that they get to just do all across the board. You know, because we're we're like fourth seed. That's not a um, it's not a, a fluke. We've been there for half the most of the season. And it, it,
1: yeah, that's funny. The, the media is so funny. And um, I I know you didn't listen to you know the Woj pod. You know, I I listen to it. You know, a lot of a lot of people got ESPN on they on they quote unquote. Excuse me, if the kids is listening shitless. List. So a lot of people don't support ESPN. And I was amazed listening to that podcast, um, Die Hard. To be honest, a lot of the stuff that we was talking about, like the Knicks, um, like the rumors, the Knicks wanted to trade Randall. That was fake news, or or the other rumors about, you know, the, the locker room was together. The locker room really wasn't together, obviously, because Julius Randall was complaining like hell, and I don't know what the hell he said to Worldwide Western and, and and those guys, but. Thank God he
0: said that. because
1: <laughs> yeah. he got Thibodeau, so he, thank God,
0: man. Yeah, but you know, the, he said that the same stuff in the in the JJ Reddick podcast too. You know, um, Julius Randle. He said all that same stuff during that podcast, and that was before all the stuff started happening. You know, ju- they, you know, Knicks just started playing well. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like, like it's it just, it's just annoys me now that that now that, that it's obvious you gotta talk about us. Because the season's going to be over in like another, what, two weeks or so? And, um, you know, you have to talk about us now, you know. So if the playoffs are coming, they got to be first now. They got to be the first ones to give the exclusive interview. They got to be the first ones to drop all this this crazy Nick content just so they can catch up to get ready for us because they're going to have to seriously break us down, you know, when it comes to playoffs because they're going to have to break up matchups and all sort of stuff like that. So these, that's, that's all they're trying to do. They're just trying to get a, a step. On 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 the game, man. You know, I'm I'm just not with. I'm not with supporting that supporting I, them. You know.
1: I respect it. I mean, hey, man. Everybody trying to be a new Nick fan. You know, you know, people on social media coming out the woodworks. What's your man, Andrew Yang? Your man, <laughs> Andrew Yo Yang.
0: man, shout out <laughs> hung, to Yang.
1: He, he hung up his Nick jersey, put on the Nets jersey. Now he putting up, you know, new Nick tweets. You got your man. Uh, what what's this guy? Uh, who's arguing with um Durant? What's his name? It was our Michael Rap Report? You got right. this fraud puts Garden of Ease and tags the mix on Twitter.
0: Nah, nah. <laughs> it's a rap for you, man. He wrote he wrote a book and all this other stuff. You know the um the Garden is Eden, you know or or whatever the what was a documentary or, or or whatever it was. He did all that stuff, man, but, I mean, like, just the, he runs his mouth. That, that's the thing about it. If you're going to run your mouth, man, you got to remember what you say. You can't just keep just – you're shooting shots. Like, people are not going to remember what you say. Or, the, like, like you can't just walk the – like, you're just going to walk the street and people are not going to call you out on the stuff that you say. So you, you got to you gotta be very careful with, with stuff like that, man. And, and just, like, I'm not talking about, you know – Hands and feet and that type of thing, but just this was a simple fact of just checking, guys. Just letting guys know, man. Like you know, like like you said before, we came on here the whole barbershop thing. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. trying to trying to get the energy of that barbershop stuff, man. But the, we are the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? You know the barbershop. You know, you know all these entities they copy off the barbershop, but we are the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? So you know if guys are gonna come in the barbershop um talking at talking a jump you got to say yo man you can your hair cut or what man get the fuck out of here with that dumb shit you know what i'm saying like we don't we don't want to hear that you know you, you definitely got to check guys man
1: I mean, yo just before you it, like i'm gonna repeat it again like dudes you would not go in a barbershop and say some nonsense like rj barrett got a 57 percent true shooting percentage because the og's gonna kick you out <laughs> 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 like sometimes it's about Just watching the game, like, and just throwing the numbers out. And if you watch these Knicks, throw the numbers out. I know that R.J. Barrett, his still numbers ain't high. You know, I know his block numbers ain't there. But if you watch him, that man can defend. And, boom, shots to Tommy Bear. You know, he puts out a tweet. The Knicks are the only team in the league to rank in the top five in both defensive rating, 107.2, and offensive rating, 116.5 in April. So we're number two in offense right now in April. And we're top five in defense in April right now. And that's beautiful to see. And the Knicks lead the NBA in net rating this month and has outscored their opponents by 119 points in 13 games they played. We got to get two of these dudes on the all-defensive team, bro. We got to, bro.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, and not for nothing too. Like, like we're we, are, we are, everyone was talking about that we need a shooter and we need a point guard and it's like that. The Knicks pass the ball really well, man. You know, for uh, for a team, team passing and just a th- um, you know we're we're like a, a low possession game um team because um, we don't push the the tempo and things like that. But we're still shooting threes, man. We have got Julius Randle shooting forty one, Barry thirty eight, Reggie Bullock is shooting forty, Alec Burke is shooting forty. Um uh, Derek Rose is shooting 36. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Even like I, I, I want to see Alfred Payton's um three point percent is the last um um you know during this streak because he's actually been knocking down threes this year. I mean not this year, but during during this like little stretch here. you know, mm-hmm. Emmanuel quickly shooting 38, Kevin Knox is 39. percent you know, um, Frank Milikian is at forty-seven. It's like, yo, we we got a team full of uh, of um three-point shooters. You know, so it's like it's not even about like just watching. You know, you don't watch games. It's like you're not even looking at the stat sheet either. You're just ignoring the the black and white right in front of you. The facts right in front of you. You know, we are not you know we're not capping. You know, I got a whole bunch of caps in this drawer. We're not capping like that. This is nah. facts. This is just facts of life. You know.
1: I, I, I hope I hope I sent you that pic. we it's just talking about damn i probably didn't send you that pick. but you know it's right in front of me now back to julius randle real quick this this man <laughs> first of all all nba second team by the way that's what i'm proclaiming for him right now all nba second team by the way and he's the second best power forward in the eastern conference so we going i'm going to give that man his respect and as and, and as loud as my disrespect was to julius randle I'm going to make sure that my flowers that I give to him is loud as well. And Julius Randle ranks in the top 10 in scoring, rebounding, assist, and made threes in April. The only player to score more points is Steph Curry. And Julius Randle is 27 of 54 from deep over the Knicks' last seven games. And the Knicks, remember I told you how the Knicks was top 10 in three-point percentage, but... They're like the bottom five in attempts. I think Tim's hurt me, yo. Because every single game, I think we, like, after that conversation we had, we've been shooting at least 25 three point attempts per game. And uh, I'm happy, bro. I I am happy, man. Despite Alfred Payton still wet in the bed. Uh,
0: Yeah, man. You know, we, we can't. I mean, he's like he's the weakest link out of everybody that that we have really playing outside of Obi. Even though Obi's like you know giving his all, he's playing definitely playing hard and stuff like that. But um, you know, out of out of the main guys, you know, he's the only one that that we could talk about. That's um, that's really not like you know up to par with everybody else. But at the same time, he still he still plays well, man. There's some times in games where he could find that layup, you know, or he can make that defensive play, or he sometimes he get that pass to the next guy or whatever. So they can make a play. You know, he still he still sets the table a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To give the ball to Derek Rose to, to set the um, you know, the finish games and Alec Burke too. We are missing him. But um, we're still winning, even though we we um we're missing you know missing one of our better players. Excuse me.
1: I, I ain't missing Burks. I, I'm I'm good. I I, I don't need to see him no more. I'm sorry, dog. Like his ball hogging is I'm good. I like yeah, what Rose can quickly do.
0: Yeah, Rosen quickly been playing pretty good. But I mean still, man, we, we still could use that extra extra dude. And, you know, Alec Burke for not for nothing, you know, he kind of was setting the table for for a couple games. He won, I want to say he won like like maybe two or three games, you know, when he was three. on that on that maybe two. He
1: won like five games for us this year. I'm not even going I'm not even gonna lie, bro. He yeah. won a couple games for us. Matter of fact, I remember the game. Remember the game he went ballistic and it was him and Frank on the court? And he scored like 22 in the fourth. Like, he oh my god, he yeah. that man could get hotter than T Mac when he hot. got, yeah,
0: <laughs> like, like you call him. He's like, baby, um, baby Harden, right? Or, or <laughs> what you, I, I didn't think you said it that nicely, though. <laughs> he was like, you know, he, every once in a while, you know, Alec Brick puts on a, a Harden, um, you know, impersonation, but he I mean. Yeah, he'd be trying. I mean, we need him, man. I, you know, right now there's no report saying it, but I think he got COVID. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have to wait for him to get healthy and stuff. But, you know, the Knicks are on his streak without a full um, team. So I'm expecting to see um, Alec Burke towards the end of the season. And then, like, you know, if we can make it through the first round of playoffs, we might actually see Mitch Robinson at some point. You know what I'm saying? So, like, every so often we're going to get another boost. You know, Burke comes back. Mitch Robinson comes back. So um, you know, that, that that's like potential for us to ride a wave, you know, mm-hmm. the, the same thing like we had in '99. Um, even Miami, Miami got hot towards the end, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, they they, they got healthier, you know, guys got hot from three, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just like a steady progression, whatever. So we, we might be on the same um kind of Cinderella pace that um, you know, we could we could ride this wave, you know, as far as you know, <laughs> I know you're laughing, but I mean, you know, it's 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 capping crazy, man, but why not? You know, because uh, people people have been yeah. talking so much junk about how how the Knicks this that and the other, but we've been in the same spot all year. You know, like like we're, we're the fourth seat now, but yeah, we've been the fourth seat a couple times this year. You know, yeah. say we drop down to like maybe the eight or nine, but then we'll always come back up to that fourth spot. You know, you can't kick us out of it, man. So this is not like a fluke. So who's to say the Knicks, Knicks don't don't get healthy eventually and then catch fire next thing you know? <laughs> you know,
1: I, listen. The Knicks are undefeated this season, 17-0, when they shoot above 48% from the floor. If the Knicks are – as long as Randall sets the table every first quarter, we got a chance to kick every team ass in the NBA. Because I, as you watch Knicks games now, I'm watching teams play the Knicks. Bro, they be they be tired, bro. Like the Knicks defense will take. You need an ice bath, some tea. You might you might need a chop cheese, some grape soda. You are gonna need a lot after that next game because dumb boys can defend. And, and and when I think about guys like Julius Randle, that dude constantly barreling barreling into you, taking away your energy. Barry bully ball constantly barreling in, barreling into you. Then you got Bullock. You got Bullock. His hands, he's everywhere. Nerlens, he's everywhere. Nerlens been got five highlight blocks
0: with the past three weeks. <laughs> I feel like every single game he gets, he gets somebody at the rim. Somebody tried to bang it on him, and he just like, you know, you, you can, you just can't get it through him, man. You know, even he's so skinny. You know, we, we was getting on him at at one point. It's just about him getting bodied by bigger dudes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it don't it don't matter. He's like, if you're gonna try to try to dunk it on him, you better you better come with two hands. You know, cause that dude, that dude is 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 that is not letting you do that, man. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it was a, it's, it's amazing. I mean, we're talking about the World. We're talking about Todd Gibson, Reggie Bullock. These are guys that that are like throwaway players around the league, and um, uh, we, we, they it just like they came here, and um, you know, we got the of course we got the coach. You got to give Tom Thibodeau his respect. Um, uh, the whole coaching staff, their respect. But I mean, we got to come. You know, like a, a mixed mass a group of guys that just came together. You know. And you know, look at look at where we are now. I want to ask you a
1: question, dog. You think I'm too hard
0: on the vets, man? <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> or have you know, I or have I come back to earth a little bit?
0: Well, well, listen. You know, I, I I never um you know complain about you when you go crazy and stuff like that. But you know, maybe on Twitter, that's why you haven't really seen me in that conversation anymore. But, i mean like you know you know it, it was warranted you know what i'm saying that at, during the time when when he was really going crazy i mean like it, it was like yo why are we playing these old guys for you know what i'm saying Let, let's play the young guys and see what the, what they could do but i mean this year this year just surprised everybody man so you know if if you uh, if was looking crazy earlier you know talking badly about the vets and then fast forward to now who knew he was gonna be here you know what i'm saying so everybody you know got a got a story about you know what, what they were saying in the beginning and what they're saying now man so you know, it's it's all a part of the the whole the whole fun of this whole thing.
1: I, be, um, I believe I sent you a picture, and that picture that I sent you was the first sixty games of last season, and I believe the second picture was the first sixty games of this season. And I believe we was at eighteen games. We won eighteen games at that time. Yeah, and look at us now. Like we have around thirty three wins right now. Like. This is magical, bro. Like, I I never thought that we would be winning this much. But I never thought Julius Randle would be this good, bro. It irks me, bro. And it irks me even more because of what I had to endure last season from this man. <laughs> it pisses me off even more. I don't understand.
0: He's a different player, man. Like, that, that Nets game, I'll never forget it. We, we had a chance to win. And he did a backspin. He spin like, like, like he, like, I don't know what he was thinking, but he had the ball. He had a perfect, um, position to when he was in the paint, and then out of nowhere, he just spin straight out of out of bounds. As soon as he went like that, the ball was out of bounds. It's like what? And then he just could, you know, continues to do that, you know, every single game. So, you know, just judging by by that, I know he was, you know, this is his first time being the number one guy and all that stuff. But you got to look at the coaching. I, you, that that had to be something that that Fizdale was saying, "Yo, I love that spin move. Keep doing the spin move. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing that. Because as as soon as um they fired Fisdale and brought on um, Mike Miller in there, you didn't see the spin move in anymore. You know, he started doing you know other things and whatever. I, I bring up the um the game that he had against um what's the dude from um uh from Utah? I keep forgetting Louis. his name. Who? Goldberg. Oh yeah, Goldberg. When he dropped like thirty something on Goldberg, he was bu- dominating that dude. You know, and I think that might have been like, the, like one of the last game we played before COVID hit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, uh, RJ. i Br- just going RJ. Br- Randall was on that. You know, projection. You know, you know, taking it to the next level. You but, know, You who know, else? You know who else
1: was. was hot at that time too. And Randall was hot though. But my boy Frank just dropped twenty and ten. I remember that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But you know I'm 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 never going to I'm never going to uh, be happy about that kid man. I, you know cuz I mean by now man by now he he should be a fixture. Same thing with Knox. By now uh, Knox and Frank should be fixtures on the roster. And, and not for nothing. Those are two those are the two players we need. Like we're, we're talking about getting like a a swing man, that's Knox. You know what I'm saying? We we need like a like a like another like um, ball handler type of type of dude. That's Frank. You know, three-point shooter, that's Frank. So I mean you know, if these if these guys wait, will wake up. You know, we don't need to bring bring nobody else on onto this thing because we got everything that we need. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Like
1: I watched Michael Porter Jr. score 39
0: yesterday, and oh, I Michael Porter sorry. Jr.
1: I, I, I was very depressed. You know, I, I was very depressed. You know, Maga Porter Jr. He was, he was scoring like hell. He was scoring when he won. And then I gotta watch Kevin Knox just ride the bench, and you know it gets depressing at times. But I think Uncle Freezy said it best, right? Freezy said I, it was one day last week. You know I was on his live. He said Kevin Knox need to be needs to be reprogrammed. So I said, "Yo, expand on that. Like, what, what do you mean by reprogram?" He said, "Yo, did you did?" He said, "What do you think? Do you think Fizdale taught him anything?" when he was playing up under Fisdale. So I had to sit back. I had to think about it. I'm like, "Ah, you right. So ever since he told me that, you haven't heard me say Kevin Knox needs minutes. You haven't heard me say Knox needs to play. I'd rather him sit. You know, I I can't really speak for Frank Nellikina because he's a free agent. But I would love for the Knicks to bring him back on on his cheap deal. But, you know, it's a way to see. It's it's a way to see. It's tough. Because these are the arguments that I'm having with people now. Because, I'm going to throw this at you. You know, a lot of people want to re-sign the vets. And that's cool. But that doesn't raise the ceiling of the team. I want a younger guy. And I don't care. It doesn't have to be Kevin Knox. It doesn't have to be Frank. But I want younger guys that's going to stay here for a couple years. Like, I want to just. I want stability. Like I want, I want to sustain this winning. You can't tell me Bullock, who's thir- thirty-two next season, Burks going on thirty, and Alfred, who's never gotten better, who stays the margin, who's a marginal player, and Nerlens Noel, Nerlens Noel is not coming back next season with a three-point jump shot. So I, I need to like, what are we gonna do, bro? Like it. it I,
0: well the, the, the thing is like it's like the tire cliche if, if if we build it they will come. You know what I'm saying? So nobody wants to come here. Nobody wants to come here up until this point. So I mean we got like I said, shout out to um to to Bullock and these different guys because I mean you know he is 32 or whatever, but I mean like you need to set the table. You got to build a house if you want people to come and um and um get it. So right now we built a house. So now we we, we put equity in the house. So now we put it on the market and see who comes to buy it. You know, what I'm saying that—that's basically the the best, um, you know, analogy I, I can I could think of. So I mean, like, you know, it it would be great to bring Reggie Bullock back, you know. But we I mean, look at it, Reggie. Reg, how much Reggie Reggie Bullock gonna get next year? Not, but hey, so much he gonna get twenty. You know, he's gonna get like close to maybe a little upgrade to what he's been been getting on this year. You know, it depends.
1: It depends because if a, if a if a contender comes in for Reggie Bullock, he's getting ten million minimum. If a contender comes in for Alec Burks, Burks is, I promise you, Burks is going to get at least a two year, $24 million contract from somebody. Somebody's going to pay that man
0: $12 million a year.
1: What have you seen Burks production off the bench? Tens,
0: I, say, tens, I, tens I would say, God bless eight. him. <laughs> I would say God bless them, man. I mean, because these guys are like this is probably like their last big money contract. So it's really up to them. They they've been in the league forever, man. So you know they, they got they got bigger. They might. I'm I'm thinking that they have bigger things on their mind. Maybe maybe playing in such a good team like like this. Maybe they they might decide that okay, listen, I'll come and stay here to keep riding the wave. You know, maybe not go for the twelve. Maybe take the ten from the Knicks. You know, because you know Alex Burke is making what six? Got to be making six million, I think. Right. So, you know, he, you know, it's, it's deserving for him to get like an eight or ten as as a little salary upgrade. But I mean, to, to give him the extra year, I think that that's kind of pushing it. But I mean, like like a one year, one year deal, maybe one same thing, like one plus one that we've been giving these guys. I think that that's fair for guys around their age. They're, they're like in their 30s. You know, so I mean, like even Bullock, too. I think Bullock's making like about five or whatever he's making. You know, not, how much how much is he making? Five million. Okay, Reggie Bullock making five million. So I mean, you know, he, if he gets eight, you know, from us, you know, as the little little upgrade, that's not that's not so bad. Because I mean, you look at it like this: the Knicks have sixty million dollars in in the mm-hmm. bank. So you know, right 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 off the bat, you're talking about fifteen million dollars, you know, for, for those guys just to keep them around. You know, that that's something that, that we um that we don't don't really have to put too much emphasis on. You know, same thing like like um like Randall, we don't gotta give him an extension. You know, we, we just have to worry about um you know adding the other pieces that that we that we want, whoever's available to you know, upgrade the roster because, you know, like I said, we got Knox and uh, we got uh, Frank, you know, we, you know, we, we could wait for those guys to develop or we can sign guys, you know, that we want to fill in, fill in those spots, man. So the Knicks are in a good spot, you know, so, you know, we, we really can't put too much emphasis on what these veterans are doing because, you know, their, their salary is not so like crazy where we have to like, you know, really, really plan for that. Yeah. It's
1: not, it's not, it's not crazy. Like we could always, you know, get from under those contracts, you could find Reg, Reggie Bullocks and Alec Burks. Like you could find those guys off the street, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be hard to replace
0: those guys, you know. It, you got to be careful with the with the um the chemistry too, man. You know what what we've been doing. Yeah. We, we don't we don't want to have to just build it again, you know. Because. Go ahead. No, no, because we we got lightning in the bottle now, man. So I I would hate to get rid of it and then have to just figure it all out again, you know.
1: And what you just said aligns with my theory of stability. I've been saying for months, bro, if, regardless of how, how I felt about Julius Randle in the past, if it comes down to stability, re sign Randle, re sign Mitch, re sign Frank, re sign Taj, re sign Rose. Bullock, I don't know, but re sign those guys. Bullock might get a bigger contract from a contender, so I'm gonna leave him out. And Burks might get a contract from a contender, so I'm gonna leave him out. Alpha Payne, I just want him to be sent to the moon, so I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn where he goes. Um, but those guys, I I want stability, and I want to keep certain guys on this team. But can we get to the? Can we get to this juicy subject, man? Please, because I I really want to talk about this Carmelo Anthony thing. I, I, okay. I really want to tell you about this because first, first, I want to talk about would would you bring Melo back this summer?
0: Yeah, but, you know he he has like um, he just have an open spot on the roster if he ever wants it. You know, I'm quite sure everybody agrees with that. But you know, like I said, he's not so important. You know, what I'm saying that he's not going to be making like we're not going to offer him like a twenty million dollar contract or anything like that. He's 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 looking at minimum. You know, straight off the bat, we're not going to be looking to pay him any more than anything more than that. You know, because he's definitely going to be like a rental. He's he's an older, he's an older player, so you're not going to invest money in, in a dude like that. He, he's definitely an off-the-bench off the, uh, kind of guy. You know, he, mm-hmm. he'll be backing up Randall at, at this point. But like like I said, if he wanted to come here, you know, that, that roster spot is always going to be open for him, I think. So,
1: it, it's a way that he would come here, but I don't think a lot of Nick fans ain't going like that. And... <laughs> either Knox is gone in, in this equation because Melo, because you got to think about it. Randall's not going anywhere. And that part already been sunk in my head. Like I'm already like, Sylvester, you know, Randall, he's never leaving. You might as well just love the guy and and, and love his deficiency. So what the hell would it, be? but if Kevin Knox or Obi Toppin gets traded, and I think it might be uh, Kevin Knox. I think you have, and let's say Burks walk as well, and probably Bullock a walk because they get paid more money. Then I can see Carmel Then I can see Leon Rose calling Carmelo Anthony, and then Carmelo Anthony coming here. But I gotta think like if Carmelo Anthony is gonna come here, is Chris Paul gonna follow him? Like I, 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 I don't know. But it's a thing to talk about because Chris Ball is also a free agent this offseason. But I would love for Melo to come back, though,
0: for sure, for sure. Yeah, definitely. He, he definitely has that spot. I mean, you know, right now, I wish we had Melo right now, you know, because that, that's exactly what we need. We need a dude that we can put in there. Like like sometimes when, when, um you know, when we lose the lead or whatever, and then we got to fight, our defense got to clamp down, and we got to fight back. Th- those little runs wouldn't, wouldn't happen if we had a dude like Melo to come in here to get a couple buckets for us, man, you know?
1: Hey. And Mello, man, I, watching Portland get Mello out of Portland. Uh, save Carmelo Anthony because that is <laughs> disgusting. What I'm watching over there, like, it, just save that man. And I wouldn't mind Mello coming off the bench if I had a bench unit. now not I'm thinking about it. Obi. Let's see, Mitch, Obi, Mello, quickly, Derek Rose. I could work with that. We could do something with that. I already think the Knicks got to top our
0: bench. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, just mellow, mellow on the on. Just, add, just add mellow to our bench right now. You know, that's that's like a scary. That's a scary ass bench because like, look, you already got to work hard trying to uh, fight Julius Randle and RJ. You know, like you said, with the strength, the elbows, and things like things of that nature. Especially a uh, Mitchell Robinson when he comes in, we we just very solid. And then after you done finish doing that, now oh, yeah, fuck, here comes Mellow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got, you gotta you you constantly have to be defending. So you know that's definitely something that that we that we definitely need. So I mean you know I've been I haven't really been watching Portland games, but you know for the most part they've been, they've been giving him you know um, a good run. They, they got a good, they got a good bench too. They got Cantor over there. Simmons is good. Little is good. You know, I mean, they're going to be a tough team in the playoffs. I'm looking at them now. Portland going. Yo, Nurkic. Nurkic came back, too. I think that's the – Nurkic and Powell, I think, makes them really good.
1: You know, ever since they traded for Powell, they've been on a losing streak. I think that Portland roster is just so clunky and stupid. Portland roster reminds me of last year, Knicks roster. And I'm not even thinking of the – I'm not thinking of the names. I'm just thinking of the positions. Why would you sign Robert Covington? You have mellow. You gave Derrick Jones Jr. 10 million. Like, like you got Nurkish, you got Anis Canner. But I I don't know. And then Robert Covington is having a horrific season. 37 minutes, you get two points. Oh, I, I don't know what they're doing over there. Please yeah. send Mello home to us. Because
0: eh. I, I, I get it. You know, they they just they just trying to stockpile like certain players to help them out for the playoffs. But I, I didn't I didn't know that they they lost five five straight. That's that's not good for them, man. Because um, you know now they're what they they're in the seventh plate, seven um seven seed there.
1: Yeah, and I think Dallas just passed them. I'm so sad about that because you know I was hoping that Dallas give us a a, a goddamn lotto pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. we played yeah. them twice already this year. Dallas sucks, man. You know, they're not even a fun team to watch. They only got Luca. You know, we, you know, we we thank God we took care of them, man. You know, because you know, just a terrible raspberry. I, I just see. I, I don't want to end up like to be a team like that. I don't want to like spend all the money and, and getting like a, a dude like like KP, not like KP, but I'm saying getting getting another star player, putting all our money in that, and then now we got to look around the, uh, uh, at the at the roster with all these different um bums on their on their team. That, that this these are the guys we gotta like cheer for and stuff. I just don't want to go for that. Yeah, I, I know, Um, you know, Reggie Bullock and half of these guys could, could be considered um bums, too. But, you know, at least they're playing, you know, playing defense and playing winning style of basketball. The Dallas Mavericks, man, like I said, we played them a couple times. Them, them guys suck, man. Yo, the Mavericks roster,
1: when you take Luka off the roster, their roster is disgusting. You know, Wells got a disgusting roster that I hope the Knicks never mirror. I hate the Boston Celtics roster, bro. I hate yeah. their roster. Like. You got Grant Williams, he stinks. The Ozole kid, he stinks. PU. Robert's Robert Williams, he's cool, but he's not Mitchell Robinson. Then you got Tatum and Brown. Cool. But that's not going, that's not winning you nothing. That, that, that's not winning you nothing. And I don't want Leon Rose to be like Danny Ainge. You know what Danny Ainge did? I'm gonna give you an analogy, dog. He's like the weed man who'll, get, who'll he'll get the good batch of weed, right? But he'll just let the weed sit in his crib. He's not going to sell that weed. He's he going to let it sit there and sit there and sit there. And then after two years, he's looking at the weed and it's like, damn, I still got this here? So I don't want... Leon Rose to be that
0: guy. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I, yeah, I, I totally get that. I totally get that that um that analogy, man. Like like um Danny Ainge is like like half big the dude who was sleeping on the couch. You're like, who, who the fuck is that on the couch? And he gets up and goes take a piss. He's like, oh, who the fuck was that, yo? That was Danny Ainge. That was Danny Ainge. How long? How long he was sitting on the couch? You know what I'm saying? That that's the, I definitely don't want that to happen, man. Because like like you're right, they, they got a roster full of garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like right now garbage. they got. You know, uh, Kemba Walker they traded for, but Kemba Walker is not the same dude anymore. No. You know, um, you know, if, if you want to talk about offense, their offense is trash. They just come down and they just they just play one on one. Whoever whoever gets it, um, Tatum got it, go one on one. You know, Brown gotta go one on one. Walker gotta go one on one. Uh, Fournier, you know, same thing. It's just whoever gets the ball, that's who goes one. They go one on one. I I hate that style of play.
1: Yo, this roster is oh my goodness. So you got
0: Carson Edwards, Luke Cornette.
1: Taco for Evan Fournier. Uh, what, <laughs> what 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 you doing with that? What what the hell was Danny Ainge thinking? So I could I I'm happy we got guys like Bullock and Burks, and and, and guys Grant Williams, Tremont Waters. What the hell is going on over there in, in Boston? Romeo Langford, by the way. Before. 2019 draft dudes were saying Roman Laneford got a higher ceiling than RJ Barry. The man averages two points per game. Uh. <laughs>
0: so, I- two rebounds, 0.7 assists. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like, you know, I forgot who we was talking to. They, um, they care more about their dreads than than their careers, you know what I'm saying? Cause he, he got the dress and stuff, so guys, you got to be careful. The guys that get dressed, because they are more concerned about getting the right color to match the jersey. You want to get the, <laughs> make sure to get it twisted up properly and all this. You know, so you got to be very careful um, when you when know, when you pick guys like that. Pretty boys, man. Pretty. Boys. Yeah. Um.
1: So you know about Carmelo Anthony. You know, I, I know he was getting off the the railroad tracks and all that. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony in 2013. And- um twenty fourteen. We either yeah. Either yeah, both of those years. But what the preferably the 20 uh 13, 2014 season. The season where the Knicks won 54 games. Or oh, was that 2012, 2013?
0: Somewhere around there.
1: Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. We had just so much next stuff. It, whatever. So Carmelo Anthony Averaged 27 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists per game. 38 minutes per game. And he was basically playing the 4 next to Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Uh, You know, he scored 62 points. I remember watching that game. um, 23-35 field field goals. Attempts, you know, 6 for 11 from 3, 13 rebounds. Um, Mello, during his... Tom here, he was a great player, great scorer. But you got to stop right there because now I'm, you're comparing him to Julius Randle of this season. Randle, and, and it's tough for me to say this, but um, <clears throat> Randle's a better defender than Melo. And Randle, his defense ain't all world golly. He's a better passer than Melo. He's a better rebounder than Mello. I want to say three-point shooter, but I'm going to be very respectful. And I'm not going to say three-point shooter or mid-range shooter. I, I, I'm going to just be respectful and I'm going to stop right there. And also, you got to think about it. Randall has the worst supporting cast than what Mello had. Um, Mello had way better players around him than what Randall has right now. So I think I'm going to still give it to Carmelo Anthony out of respect, but it, it, it's a tough it's a tough battle. It's a tough battle because Melo, didn't, he didn't get these triple-doubles like Randall was doing. He wasn't the leader the way Randall is, so shout-out to Julius Randall. But I'm going to be respectful, and I'm going to say Melo.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough conversation to have, man, because – you know, like the the year before the fifty four um fifty something game season, we we were a losing team, and the year after we were a losing team. You know what I'm saying? So it's lightning in the bottle. That that all has to do with all the mellow's flaws. You know, like you, you talk about the leadership and the passing ability. Not that's just the figure. This is the simple fact that he can, that Randall's might be a better passer. It's just a, it's the fact that that through leadership he he's actually using his players. You know that was that was the whole problem with, with Melo. Melo gets the ball and it's just jabs the jabs the pump fix spin move you know he's gonna get his shot off but you know randall will do the same thing but at least the simple fact that he's using his his, his plays he'll pass it you know and then the ball eventually comes back to him that's the only thing that Phil Jackson and whoever else was was um was coaching and was trying to get through his mind even back with with um and um you know George Carl days um you know they, they wanted him to use his teammates you know because you know you, he's already like like a, like you can't guard him at all you know that that's that's mellows mindset you can't guard me i am the best shot on the court but at the same time you you got to get you got to trust your teammates cuz those are the ones that's going to get you to where you want to go get you to the finals and things of that nature
1: and it was the 2012 2013 season excuse me by the way that was th- that yeah. was the season i was thinking about the season when he averaged 28.7 points per game that season he led the nba in scoring and then he had I'm um, Steve Novak, Greg Prigioni, Ronnie Brewer, Chris Copeland, She, uh, Solomon Jones, uh, Marcus Canby, Kurt Thomas, Quentin Richardson, Tyson Chandler, Jr. Smith, Raymond felt You know what I hear as I'm reading off these names? When I hear in my brain, leadership. Yeah, that's all. I, that, that's all I hear. Leadership.
0: Yeah, straight up and down. Even even to like a bum like Solomon Hill. He's been all around the league for all these years, but he's a hard dude. You know what I'm saying? Very hard. So you you could you could just tell that locker room was, was solid, man. You know there was like no no suckers in that locker room. Everybody was in in on it, in on um, the, the the end game. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what's that's what's so important about our current roster, man. We we kind of do got to got to keep some of these guys around because, like I said, the, the year after that 54 game winning um, winning streak. I mean I mean winning season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we went in and brought in um like the somebody from the from San Antonio. Uh he came over here. We we had a bunch of other guys, um Banyardi, you know, came after that. You know what I'm saying? Look, look look at look at the players that we brought in here and it just totally fucked everything up. You know what Yo. I'm saying? So we gotta be very careful the next move that we make with, with, with this Knicks roster. Yo, that are uh,
1: and, and shoutouts to the 2012-2013 season because that was the first that was the first team I think I watched. With with hard. literally, bro. I was like, why they shooting a three every single play? Like every single play was a three, literally. Like drive, kick three, drive, kick three. Okay, Chandler, you don't got a you don't got an alley oop. Okay, drive, kick three. Shunt made a three. Okay, Prigioni made. Like it was they were shooting so many threes, and and you knew. I'm gonna compare that season to this season, and I, this is why I love the Randall. And um Drew, the, the Randall and the Carmelo Anthony topic, you know, versus each other. Do you remember the first game of that that 2012 season? When we when, when we we stunk the Miami Heat that, that first game. That first game, we punched Miami by like, I think it was by like 20, dog. What did we do this season? The first game? We punched the, the Milwaukee Bucks by 20. I still remember that game. Yeah. So it, it it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, that start of the season, beating Miami by that much, and then this start of the season, we we beat the Bucks by that much. You had to think something special was going to happen. You had to think that way. And also, as I'm reading this, the Knicks did not even have a top 10 defense that 2012-2013 season. We was actually ranked 18th that year. So, oof.
0: Yeah, Melo, Mellow was was um was riding us, man. We, we was he was carrying us on his back that year. Yeah, man. But I, I get the vibes, man. Just this, this the whole the whole gist of everything is it just the lightning in the bottle. Everything just happened to be going the right right way for the Knicks. Even injuries, man. That Atlanta game, if um if Trey Burke um didn't get hurt, man. Trey you know, Young, you know, yeah, Trey Young, if. Yo, where the hell is Trey Burke at right now? <laughs> I mean, that, that, that guy is like he, he fell off the planet or whatever. But you know, if Trey Young didn't get hurt, you know, we probably would have lost that game. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it, it just shows that the basketball guards are just you know just following us right now, man. So, you know, who's to say we, we could talk all the junk we want, man. I mean, my man here, um dangerous Russ, he was um uh, he was saying relax, bro, about, about the whole um you know playoff thing, but you but you never know, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, all it takes is is a nice little run. You know, we get Alex Burks, right, and he gets hot. You know, like I said, Mitchell Robinson comes in and he locks it down again for us. Now now you're talking about, like, Miami. Like like, like I said earlier, we, we, why not? We could beat Miami uh, from last year. You know, we could beat them this year. So, I, I think
1: what people were basically saying, like, just stay humble. Because, <clears throat> think about it. Like, the Miami Heat, I hate their fan base, bro. I don't know about you. I, I dislike them. Yeah, they're probably
0: like the worst fan base in the NBA, I think.
1: Ever, bro. And, you know, they come off their finals run. They talk and junk to the Knicks fans past 10 straight months. You know, Tyler Hero better than RJ, blah, 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 blah. Cool. Now we have a better record than than Miami right now. And I will – nothing more – nothing in this world would make me more happy to see Miami – be the seventh seed, and they gotta play the Washington Wizards in the play-in, and the Wizards beat them. <laughs> 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 Nothing in this world would make me more happier than that. Cause, and I hate Celtic fans too. Both of those two. I, oh man, I I got a vendetta against both of those two.
0: Yeah, but you know, any, anything anything can happen once um once everything gets locked in. So anything can happen. The, the one team that nobody wants to see is us. Nobody wants to see the Knicks. Not not in that first round. Playing, definitely in the playing. But like if we if we stay the fourth seed, who's um I think it's Atlanta, right? It's yeah. Atlanta. And um right now Atlanta's the fifth seed. So I you know, they don't want to see us, man. They they, they have no. the offensive firepower, but um, but but they, they just don't play um great team basketball. They play, they play, um, they just letting Trey Young do everything, basically, you know, um just you Know the way that he plays the sucker style of basketball, but like if, if we can, um, could um, contain that, like if we have on Tom Thibodeau, um, really locking in, you know, preparing us for them for a series, uh, a series, we, we definitely could, um, could, um, hold him down in the series, in my opinion.
1: That series, first of all, Alfred Payton cannot play in that series, uh, he is not the starting point guard of a playoff team. So, I'm hoping that for the when the playoffs start, Derrick Rose is in that starting spot. And I'm hoping that Alec Burks is back by that time, so he could be the um the point guard coming off the bench. But I want to see Frank play. <laughs> I want to I want to see Frank just lock Trey Young down in a playoff setting. Like I've seen it in regular season settings. Regular season don't count. Playoffs count, and I would like to see that in the playoffs. But the funny thing with the NBA did and I'm looking at our schedule, um, they gave us a West Coast trip that is about six games long, and it begins with the Houston Rockets, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, and the Suns. So if we could get past that, then we could definitely talk more about having home court advantage. I think the fans is going to matter too, the fans that we got. Just avoid the playing, man. That's what we need to do. Avoid that goddamn playing. I'm hoping Julius Randle has enough in the tank to carry us through this whole season. The same way Melo carried us through that 50 to them, 53 wins. I'm hoping he could do that.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping we we got the Bulls next. I know we got Excuse me, the Suns. We played the Suns twice. We got the um, Bulls, the Rockets, the Grizzlies, you know. Couple, a couple of these teams, even like the Spurs, the Lakers might might end up um, saving some guys at the at the end. You know what I'm saying? So we, I mean, we still got a, a chance to, to have a solid record, man. So you know, I, I don't I don't care that we that we um that we're we're on the road because we we've been actually playing pretty pretty decent on the road and stuff. So you know, this we, we got a lot of things going for us with, with this Knicks team. Yeah,
1: I, especially on the road, but we bet we even better at home. I noticed that, like this these guys is not scared to play at home no more. Or, or is it just me? Like, but last year, it seemed like when I was watching the Knicks, well, previous years, it seemed like when I was watching the Knicks, they seemed like they always played to lose. They yeah. never played with confidence. They never played happy. And I'm watching this team and this, they look like they don't give a shit who comes in that Madison square garden. Like they're going to give you a fight, man. <laughs>
0: Yo, uh, Fizdale, Fizdale was the worst, man. He was like, like they, they, there's that there's that meme where we, we're getting blown up by 30, I think, I think it was by the Bucks or something like that. Oh. And he's like, he's like having the time of his life while we're getting blown out. He's like pissed. And, yeah, and then that same game that you referenced about about Tom Thibodeau when we blew out the Bucks, Tom Thibodeau was pissed. You know what I'm saying? How how, how are you pissed at a 20 um, point blowout? So you know that, that just shows you the, the difference between, you know, just the, the mindset of, of the two different teams, man
1: yeah Thibodeau has his imprint all over this team um when you have to look kudos to Thibodeau and I know he's just talking about the the schedule or whatnot but I I want to talk about Thibodeau you know Thibodeau has been such like a he's like an angel from heaven like he's like He's like that scene in, in, in the Superman movie where all, of, all the people was just reaching up at Superman. Like, that that's Thibodeau right now. Like Thibodeau has the Knicks fourth seed in the Eastern Conference right now on the way to the playoffs. But the thing that had me like, wow, he had to lock the gym. <laughs> Thibodeau. Th- th- Thibodeau. We, we We talking about... The madman with no kids, no wife. His kids is the Nick players. This man had to lock the gym from the team and give those dudes a day of rest. And guess who was the, the kids who said, nah, we still going to the gym. Of course it would be Kevin Knox. Of course it would be Emmanuel Quickly. Of course it would be R.J. Barrett. They still want to work. At The game, the game uh, yesterday's game. After the game, the game is done. Guess who's on the court shooting? Kevin Knox, Obi, Frank Nokina. Tim, that's Tibbs, bro. That's Tim. That's his culture. That's his culture. I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm not used to this.
0: Well, shout out to um to Randall too, because Randall brought that Kobe mentality too. Kobe taught him, you know, the fact that everywhere you go, you gotta find a gym to get some extra work in. So he he's brought that leadership you know over from from his past experiences too man so that that's um that that can't be understated too man because you know you know like to compare we compare Melo and Juju and Juju you know Melo didn't bring none of that when he came over here you know Melo's cool you know Melo's probably the cool one of the coolest guys on the planet probably you know what i'm saying but when it comes to basketball he just didn't really have it like that that leadership thing he might have it now you know in his older age but i mean at the time when, when he was the man he wasn't thinking of the game like that
1: per- per- personality wise like Melo, personality-wise, Melo don't look like the type of dude that'll come in the locker room and be like, ah, rah, rah, we got to fucking win games. We got to do this. We got to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Melo the type, you're going to locker room. Yo, fellas, man, just look, man, we good, right? You know, we lost. Understand we lost. We're going to come back next game. We're going to give it our all. Just come into practice tomorrow. We good. Just good fellas be good and i don't, yeah. I don't want my leader like that <laughs> yeah I, I want my I leader to be a bad man
0: <laughs> yeah or well, just be crazy you, you could tell that randall got that like i made that meme with um with the d-bowl you could you could just tell that randall was just like he's just not playing he's not playing i'm not playing no games and shit look we, we got a game coming you, you already know i'm putting the work you know what i'm saying you know, it, it is what it is. He's that type of guy. You know, that leadership where you just got to get on board. You know, you one one of these guys is put up here that um that the Hawks are beating, Well, they actually beat Atlanta one eleven to, to one hundred and four. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, stuff like that. We we just beat the Hawks. We saw how the Hawks play. Yeah. I don't I don't like the way they play. We beat we beat the uh, Bucks. I think what twice this year? Did we beat them twice? I can't remember. No, nah, we beat them twice. No, one yeah. of
1: the games. I think we beat them so bad. One of the games, or emptied the bench like I think Tim's emptied the bench like five minutes left. Right.
0: <laughs> you know the, the point I'm trying to make is that that I'm not worried about none of these teams, man. They're like look look at them fighting amongst each other and they and they, they um you mean the book Buc- the Bucks can't handle the Hawks. They can't put away the Hawks. And um um what's the name? Giannis played. He had 31 and 14. So Giannis played. Um um Holiday played. Nine, he, Holiday had 19 and 11. Middleton had 23 points. Uh, Lopez had 11. You know, they, they, everybody did their thing, and you mean to tell me you lost to the Hawks? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not worried about none of these teams. I ain't scared of them because I mean they're, they're not they're not on our level of defensively, and they're not on our level um, coaching wise.
1: You know, yo, um, I strongly agree with you, and also I've been saying this for years, bro. Coach Bud is a fraud. He's been a fraud when he was in Atlanta. He's been a fraud since he was in Milwaukee. He's gonna stay a fraud. Giannis did himself a disservice by signing that contract. Chris Middleton is a – Chris Middleton is a third option. Yeah. People, and when people say when, – when I used to say, you know, Randall's the fourth option on the championship team, ah, 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 ah. Giannis is looking like – he's looking like a good second option on the championship team. And, and then – to make it, I'm gonna go even further in my slander. A guy said to me yesterday, I don't know who it was, uh, somebody in the thread in the next Twitter thread. I don't know who it was, but they said Julius Randle is a better offensive player than Giannis. Yesterday, I was like, Nah, man, get the hell out of there. And I'm looking now. I'm thinking about it. He might have a good point.
0: Yeah, he does. He, he has a great a great point. Yeah, I'm am I'ma blow you up too, man. I am am I'ma compare um Giannis to KG in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? He gave uh, KG made a mistake and gave all his life to Minnesota and wasted all those years with them playing. They, they had them with Tom Gugliotta and all these other fucking bums. Um look at look at um the Bucks. Middleton, you know, Lopez, Holiday, you know, all these guys, they're a bunch of bums. You know what I'm saying? This is this is who you um invested your, your the best years of your life on and they're not even trying to help you out at all you know what i'm saying so you know i, I think um gianna's going to end up being like kg again and end up getting traded to another team down the, you know this is down the line when once once his career starts to wind down and shit so and then and then like you said kg you know he didn't start winning until he was like the second option you know uh what's the paul george's was more than likely their, their second option and, then, and they had ray allen you know what I'm saying, so you know that that's it's going to end up being a similar situation that way. You know, and I, you know, not for nothing. It would be nice for, for him to be on the Knicks with that. You know, <laughs> RJ has the number one option. You know, all our guys getting old, and we bring um you know, Giannis in on the next, not not this run, not this run, but the next run.
1: You know, the next run. It, yeah. So when you say that, when you say that, all right. So let's separate a thing. So this run. It's currently Julius Randle's run.
0: Yeah, Julius and RJ and them guys, yep.
1: And so you're saying that when RJ's around 24, we're going to slowly transition to RJ Barrett and start another run?
0: Absolutely. I think that's definitely what's going to happen.
1: Okay, okay, okay. You know what would be crazy? In hindsight, if... (laughs) If Julius Randle is still on the Knicks and he's he he becomes Zion Williamson's
0: vet, <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, man. You know, you know, we we was talking about that. I kind of I kind of I, I got bent out of shape about um you know um Chris Bussard and the stuff that he said, but um you know we're talking about something that's gonna happen like not even not even it's gonna be like three to four years from now, you know that that conversation is gonna happen. But in the meantime, we are kind of working right now. So I mean, the Knicks can actually get themselves a playoff contender um, between now, you know, now we're definitely in the playoffs, but next year, you know, we, we could be actually be a, a championship contender and then ride that way for maybe three years. And then after that, after that Julius Randall gets into his thirties, that type of thing. Now look, we, we can start talking about Zion. We can talk, talk about, you know, Giannis and this thing, because we already established that the Knicks are a winning organization now. So now the next wave, when that comes, you know say we'll we'll be ready prime and ready to start picking guys up because now we're the guys we're, we're the team now you know we're, we're not just a pretender anymore now we're we are an established winning organization so you know we, we could talk all the shit we want to talk now man the ball is the ball is in our court right now and and I think
1: <clears throat> I think I said this to you too you know shout outs to Leon Rose by the way like I I I love that man by the way I love Leon Rose I never even met that man I love that man um this man he's he's basically about to do something that I think I said this to you about like four or five months ago, but I really, I, I really thought, I didn't think this was going to happen personally. Um, I believe I said to you that if the Knicks didn't make no major trades at the trade deadline, and we still had that cap, that if we made the playoffs, Leon Rose would disperse that money between the players on the roster. And, you know, he's a, I'm an agent, so he's basically feeding his people, but he understands how to take care of his clients. Uh, he recently, For example, he got Miles Powell back yesterday, but he got him back in order to get him compensated, and then he released him again. You know So he's taking care of his guys. So if we do make the playoffs and he compensates all the players, say look man i know it's 15 million dollars here i'm gonna give you a check give you a check give you a check that goes a long way so i i I really like what he's doing i like what he's doing he's playing the market playing the market beautifully
0: yeah i'm trying to figure out who uh, miles powell's agent is um he signed i think it's um sam permit it says here sam permit is with rock nation you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you know that might be a power move too man little small little things like that you uh you know you wonder like why did they do that miles powell's not not signing with the knicks they're not doing nothing for us but anyway he's he's putting not only a check in miles mouth he's um feeding the um his agent as well you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so now now you planted that seed for rock nation say yo you did this for my man now okay so so like i'll call the next dude you know i'll, I'll call my other client and say listen Take a look at the Knicks. this is what's happening there because you grease this guy's palm you know now you know i'll help you out in that in that kind of way you know so like like i said the ball the ball is rolling man like right now we we're in we're setting up this current era and but but we really greasing the uh the, the palm of the guy for the next era you know this yeah. is this is this is some ill just some ill shit man <laughs> yo leon rose is he's a ill executive
1: bro he Yeah, yeah yo he is playing he he's playing the market so beautifully that none of us could really say what we're gonna do next. Literally, like me and you could speculate all we want. We don't know what the hell he could do next. I just know they better not make another Andreas Barliani trade. I know that. I nah, jump nah. off my damn balcony.
0: Nah, we, we got too many good basketball minds in this organization. Because I mean that, that was all Steve Mills. You know, you know, rest in peace to Steve Mills. You know what I'm saying, but you know, it, it it is what it is. We got we got so many different um great basketball minds. but I don't think that ever will happen. But you know, I, I just want to shout out this guy here. Every everything Lakers, oh, everything is not Lakers. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously not a Knicks fan, but but he's on here checking us out and um you know just just giving us the facts that you know he followed Randall and he always thought Randall would be good. You know um the Lakers are, are not about building that way. They they're about stacking chips to try to get the next you know the next thing, man. So you know I know it's it's just like being a Yankee fan. You know with the Lakers, man. So. You know, I appreciate you coming in and checking us out, man. Yeah, that—that's
1: a fact. Salute. So, yeah, you, yeah. you want to know so crazy about Randall? You know, and this, this so crazy, like I was disrespecting him so crazy last season. I found old Facebook posts of me talking about Julius Randall from like 2012. <laughs> and then one of the posts is saying, "Watching Big Dog Randall go for twenty two and eleven with four blocks." So, I don't know, my love for Randall is just slowly getting there. I really <laughs> loved him in college when he broke Kentucky's rebounding record. I watched every game when he was when he was on um, Kentucky that season. I loved that man that um, that year. And I loved him on the Lakers, too. He was a good player. He it, it was good. Col- I, I, one more thing, Kobe um, said he's – a mix between Lamar Odom and Zach Randolph.
0: Yeah, spot pretty on, much Obama. spot on. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace to Kobe, man. Kobe was a, a savant. You know, he he talked he talked well about all those young guys, man. He he saw the potential in them, but you know, you know, the Lakers are just not that team. They're, they're, they're not looking to to develop young, young people or wait. They're not they're not just not that team, man. They're always gonna be looking for that to bring that big star to come in. They always been that way. So what are we? That, that, that's the question i gotta ask you what do we what are we how do we
1: win our first two chips
0: yo right now we, we we're doing something we never did you know we're doing something that we never did historically ever not since the 70s uh, th- bing, bing. you hit you hit it on the
1: nose you
0: you know I, you know
1: where i'm going with this die hard how did we get those chips build through the draft and get key pieces and free agency you don't need to go trade crazy julius randall and drafting barrett and hiring table was like was like the power puff girl mix you know sugar and spice everything it, it, it's all in one,
0: all <laughs> in one. <laughs> yeah, that 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 fucking tickled me just now, I, I, I used to love the Powerpuff Girls. Like, I ain't gonna front, man. Oh yeah, man, fucking Mojo Jojo and um, and and him. Him, him is, him is, man. Oh man. Oh man. But yo, know, you 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 definitely um hitting it right, man. We we um it's like a um. Cause I'm gonna touch on this too, man. I was talking about um, now setting up this era for the next era. You know what really? I'm saying? So um, back when when we won that first championship, um, we we definitely did it through the draft. We drafted, um, you know, um, you know, I can't think think of the guy's name, but um, but the captain, uh, Willis Reed. We drafted Willis Reed. You know, we had a bunch of different guys there, and then we we drafted Clyde but, and um uh, and Bill Bradley and those guys. But then we also traded for um for the butcher. You know, a couple other moves that we, that we made also too, man. So that that set up the first run, but the second championship run was totally different. You know what I'm saying? We went, we went and um and got um Pearl. We traded for Pearl, and um what's the what's the other guy? Um, uh, I can't think of his name too. But but he, he was like he had just finished leading the league and rebounded the year before. You know what I'm saying? So um you know we we can't get that next team until we build the first one. You know what I'm saying? So building that first next team and and, get, and getting Regs home and all that stuff was just was just the setup. You know, and then the next, you know, for us to build the like two, three years later to build the next joint, man. So you know, it's it's a lot of parallels to that to that thing, and it, it brings us back to tradition, you know, passing the ball, team basketball, defense, and all that stuff. That's the tradition of the Knicks that we need to bring back, and we definitely are on that that um that road right now.
1: Yo, that Knicks team: Willis Reed, Walt Frazier, Dave DeBusschere, Bill Bradley, Earl Monroe, Jerry Lucas. <laughs> like
0: Jerry Lucas, yeah, that's the guy I was thinking about with the rebounder.
1: Um, Tom Wrighter, Hart Wingo, Phil
0: <laughs> <Still> Jackson. <laughs> yeah, Hartong Wingo, that that's like um Frank Nealakina, right? Because um back in those days, my pops was telling me, he said, yeah, we used to like him, but but he wasn't, he was whack, you know, he wasn't like a good basketball player. But it's just that the fans loved him so much, you know what I'm saying? He was like Frank. <laughs> oh, yeah. now
1: Frank is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all yeah, i'm gonna let y'all have y'all i'm gonna let y'all have y'all frank jokes man it, it it's cool man it's cool i'm gonna let y'all have y'all frank jokes
0: and Yo, baby and dick yeah henry Barnett. baby yeah dick Barnett, that's on fallback baby right there
1: and yeah man that, shoot, that was a good team right there that was a good team right there and it's crazy because in the playoffs that year you know Willis Reed, you know, the former MVP. Shout out to Willis Reed, the um the greatest center in Knicks history. No disrespect to Patrick Ewing. Mm-hmm. You know Walt Frazier, 22 points per game. Dave the Butcher, 16 points per game. Bill Bradley, 14 points per game. You know Earl Monroe, 16 points per game. Uh Willis Reed, 12 12.5 points per game. But what I'm getting at is one, two, three, four, five. You got five guys. Averaging double digit points, five guys you could go to, to to get a bucket. And a lot of those, and it began with Willis Reed and Walt Fraser, your draft picks, your foundation. I like what the Knicks is doing right now. I'ma say this to you, um dog. Uh, I think I think I love Kevin Knox and Frank so much. Excuse my opinion on vets. So I'm going to learn how to love quickly and OB differently than those two and not really give them a lot of excuses. That's what I'm going to try to do.
0: I got you. But you you know um we just we just we just gotta um, put everything in perspective the same way like like the, that team was built you know RJ RJ you know he's he's our number one guy then quickly he came in not not everybody's gonna be like the um the big star because I mean we drafted uh Phil Jackson also too you know um we, he was drafted on the, on the same draft that um you know that that um Clyde came in so I mean you know I'm quite sure they had like a lot of lot of um stuff on Phil they thought Phil was gonna be you know a certain player but he ended up being. Who he ended up being, just, just a guy coming off the bench, in this bench. So you know, everybody has has their has their role to play in their their, their history. You know, to, to you know, in this whole thing, man. Everything everything is valid, man. But you know, we we just uh, you know we just gotta just be patient, man, and just let the basketball guys do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because we definitely on a on a on a on a road path right now to um to something really really great. You know.
1: So you know. Last thing, and I'm a, I'm gonna get out of here because I know this lady. I know she like where, where the hell
0: is Mensa? Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know how you do it, man. I, I was racking my brain because I was working the other day, you know, for the for the, like the one o'clock game. So yeah. I'm like trying to figure out how am I gonna get out of here to to um to do this um thing. But but I I mean I can't do it, man. I, I don't I don't know how you how you how you do that. I literally literally like before we recorded. I literally made
1: sure every single area was complete. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. like I, 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 go, I like I double my work just so like I could have complete free time, and I don't want them to call me at all. So
0: yeah, that that's my thing. I'm I'm used to it now.
1: I'm used to it now. We've been we've been doing this live show for like a couple months now, so yeah. I'm I'm getting used to it.
0: Yeah. Okay, I don't I don't want to cut you off when when on another one of my stories, guys.
1: <laughs> nah, nah. Keep the stories coming, man. I I just wanted to say that my Knicks uh, prediction for this season, the season—the win total was thirty. I thought we was gonna win thirty games. We had thirty-four wins right now. Um, whew, I don't know. I don't know where to go after this, bro. I like. I know we're gonna make the playoffs, and that's cool. I know Kawhi Leonard is not gonna be a Nick. So I'm never gonna I'm not gonna think about that. I, I don't know what's next. That's the that's the cloudy part right now.
0: The um the next right the next thing right now is um is what what we what we um make for ourselves, you know. You know the, the Knicks they, they they didn't make any trades, you know, this they're not looking to sign nobody. So it's this is just us, you know. The Knicks are are, are who they are. Um, whatever however they're gonna win this year, they're gonna win in that locker room. Same thing with the fan base. Um, we're not gonna do anything, you know, being being negative. So like, we, there's nothing we can do at this point until the until um the the draft, the day of the draft. You know what I'm saying? So we we just gotta do like the Knicks. We we in a bunker together, and we just gotta ride for each other and ride for the team, and then just let let the chips fall where they may, man. You know. Just let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> yeah, and just ride, go out shooting, bro. Go out shooting. You know what I'm saying? And right, right now, I think our job as Knicks fans is like anybody that want to talk shit about the Knicks, man, fuck you, just, just straight like that. You know what I'm saying? Look, mind your business. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it moving. You know that you don't, you don't need to be be over here trying to try to mess up our our thing. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks are doing what they do. Leave leave me alone, man. You know, let, let let me enjoy it how I want to enjoy it. You know? When you get
1: stomped in your face for twenty years straight, and then you gotta, you're subjected to ESPN beating you down every time you're on the screen or you sign on a Twitter and you got other fan bases laughing at your team. For example, you got Cleveland Cavalier fans laughing at us, Nick fans. You got Sacramento Kings fans. How dare Sacramento Kings fans lift their goddamn noses or anything out of Nick fans? And they coming at us, they saying Nick fans is toxic and this, that, and the third. I don't care. I want to be toxic.
0: Yeah, mind your business.
1: This is not even we haven't even begun to be toxic. It's gonna to get worse. It's, don't let don't let us win a playoff series.
0: <laughs> don't let us win a playoff series. If we win a playoff series, man. Yo, there's nothing you could ever say to us. We got, we're gonna be flying around like like Neo at the end of the Matrix series, man. We're gonna be like freaking Goku and, and the freaking thing. We're gonna be, you know, ah, flaming. You think you see the guys celebrating now outside the garden? Wait till that shit happens, man.
1: Yo, crazy. Yo, man, it, this is so beautiful, man. Watching uh Julie, watching his team just show out, defend every night. Watching Julius Randle, I already said this to you, but I gotta say it again, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Julius Randle has he's the he's the only NBA player that I've ever watched that I've seen been so ass from one season to the (laughs) next season, where he is like wow, he he's wow, he he is that special right now. He went from trading him. For Marvin Bagley and Buddy Hill to most improved player, all-NBA second team, and I'm pumping that, he's all-NBA second team, and he might get some MVP ropes.
0: Shout-out to Julian yeah. Brandy. Yeah, this is what <laughs> it is. Yeah, but Before we get out of know, I know you're a Harlem guy, man, so I want to throw this at you. What, what do you think about like a nickname for the team, the, uh, the Knicks set? cuz I'm tired of saying um uh, Nick Tape, you know, I don't say Nick Tape no more. Nick Tape is old, man. Like that's um 2013, you know what I'm saying? We in 2021 now. So we kind of need a new thing, man. So I know people have been saying Juju Nix and and stuff like that, man. Well, what, what do you think about Nickset? Set? <laughs> Nickset, set, set, Um um
1: the 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 imaginary Kanye hat that I got on. Yeah. It's not allowing me to
0: approve of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have to throw it out there, man. I, I know, you know, you're the ambassador right now, man, for, for the for the area and shit. So I, I had to throw it at you. Nah, it, it, uh,
1: nah, it sounds cool. I don't know. I, I got to sit on that one. Let me, let me get off work, go home, get some medication, sit down. I right, it might sound fire. Let me you got you got to give me like a couple hours on that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, gotta yeah. Before you go, make sure you get that hand sanitizer. I'm starting to run low on mines, man.
1: <laughs> nah, no. right, any any time, bro. All
0: right, man. So you you doing the walk of shame right now, man? So what's your last words before we get up out of here?
1: Oh, man. go next, man. That's all I gotta say, man. Keep. Proving me wrong. That's what absolutely
0: I keep absolutely
1: proving the negative Nancy's wrong. Prove us wrong. Word
0: up! That's
1: all I got, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Follow follow State, man. He puts out podcasts all day long. Check out um on all these different platforms. If you if you follow audio podcasts, this is where you find him. And um, you know, like I said, he talks to everybody, man. He got been talking to, like like um, throw some throw some names out there. The last few podcasts.
1: I talked to I talked to my god Danny B um Danny B morning drive shout outs to Danny B I got um I got coach five coming through next month um you know coach five he got still, he got a dope um dope live who else I got I got guard up Knicks on on the pod coming this week Hey, man everybody man everybody but Die hard you the guy. you my god die hard state of mind this is it right now
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds good, right? That's that yeah. definitely sounds good. I got a ring to it. Die state of mind. Every Sunday, if the Knicks ain't playing, or or for their mother's day or some wild shit like that, man. This is what we do here. <laughs> but yeah,
1: you yeah, i see you. I I see you um tomorrow. I'ma definitely pull up on the on the um, halftime show tomorrow. So okay, Nick Nation, I'm out of here, it's your boy state, peace, Peace.
0: salute. Yeah, no doubt, man. We got Eric Eric L here. I'm gonna say what up to Eric L before we get out of here. Yo, Eric L, man. Yo, shout out to you all the different posts that, that you make, man. I appreciate you, Um, everybody. I don't I don't have it queued up, man. But um, we did like a little um little like kind of like quick collaboration there, man. I took two of his videos and put them together with the um uh, digital underground stuff in the background. That was dope, man. So you know, shout out to um to everyone that we lost, man. Rest in peace to, to like the whole cipher. That's like a crazy cipher that we, that we lost there, man. I can't imagine them going back and forth with the rhymes up in heaven. So anyway, rest in peace to um to Shock G and everybody else that we lost this year. Shout out, once again, shout out to Eric L um, Booker. You can find him um, DJing around there, man. Look look out look out for Eric um, L Booker just like that on um, Instagram, and um you can see when, when um when he's gonna be going um um next on his um on his um DJ stuff. Also on Twitter too, same thing. Eric L Booker. He always posts um whatever he's doing there, man. So shout out to him. All right, y'all. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Four fingers to the forehead, tucking your thumb. Salute. See you guys on the next one. Diet state of mind. Sounds good, man. (laughs) All right, peace.